Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. Every week, I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, you can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781 826 8,000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to our all our South Shore neighbors. This is Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Actually, we're, we're doing Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I, I see it. My head is ingrained. We are in front of a roundtable. We are in front of a roundtable. I am joined in studio tonight. My name is Mary Baker. I am with Melissa Wallace, and we have our team members, Sharon McNamara and Dustin Hughes, joining us via Zoom. Um, hi guys. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Nice, nice to see your faces. <laughs> we I also just saw have... you. Oh, that's true. I was just with you. Well, <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my, how I forget so easily. Mary uh, is so nervous about taking the helm on this I show. I do. Like it's making me laugh. <laughs> that's okay, Mary. Push over. I'm back. <laughs> this is not my forte. I joked. I said, I don't have a voice for radio. I have a face for camera. <laughs> Just joking. Um, anyway, so we are going to be talking. We have a special guest with us tonight. We're going to be talking everything you need to know when purchasing new construction or selling new construction. Um, and I think that's near and dear to our hearts. Right, guys? Yes, yes, it, it is. is. And we'll explain why it's near and dear to our hearts. Um, and, and I think maybe we should wait until after the break, uh, after the break to have um, our special guest introduce himself mm-hmm. or Mary can introduce him. Um, but, you know, t- tonight we're going to be talking about all things new construction. So everything you need to know when you're considering new construction, whether it's, you know, moving from the city and coming down to, to the suburbs down here um, or, mm-hmm. you know. How COVID-19 has impacted. Yeah, how COVID-19 has impacted new construction positively and possibly negatively who knows knows? and um yeah so new construction new home you know the difference between purchasing a model home and and you know doing a new build and building your fantasy home lots of good tidbits (laughs) tonight (laughs) yeah lots of lots of good tidbits tonight um lisa is standing by if you'd like to go early awesome oh Perfect. Well, um, I haven't talked to Lisa in a while. So Lisa, it's Melissa over at Boston Connect Real Estate. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. So if you could let all of our listeners know how they're going to get home tonight, we would really appreciate it. Lisa? 
Well, thanks, Melissa, and uh, nice to hear from you. It's been a while. The expressway southbounds inching along from the tunnel to Columbia Road. Northbounds a 10-minute ride from Braintree to Boston. Routes 3 south and 24 south are in good shape, and 93 is an easy ride in either direction between Braintree and Canton. This report is sponsored by Amazon. Amazon is hiring. Start delivering smiles this holiday season that can make someone's every day. Enjoy benefits and flexible shifts. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon's an equal opportunity employer. Traffic on the nines every morning. I'm Lisa DeMilo in the WATD Traffic Center. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable with Boston Connect Real Estate's broker team. And tonight we have the one, the only, Owen Kelly from Stonebridge Homes joining us tonight. Mary, why don't you do uh, his his formal introduction um, since you work so closely with Owen? Ladies, can I interrupt just real quick before we get to Owen? <laughs> of course you can. Sorry, I said that I wanted you guys to take the helm, but today was a very, very... <laughs> we all knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. No, but I just wanted to take one little special moment because um, our WATD listeners have... I mean, I've been on WATD for maybe 15 years now, and uh, you've followed along with my life with the girls and... Um, Casey, um, as everybody knows, graduated from VU Law School. She took the bar exam in October, and uh, she got engaged soon thereafter to Dustin Hughes. Owen, I don't know if you knew that. And um, yes, and she found out today. Dustin, you want to give everyone the news? Uh, Yeah, she passed the bar exam today. (laughs) Congratulations, Ms. McNamara. So we're so super excited and super proud of Casey, and she will be starting her new job at Ropes and Gray uh, come January. So congratulations, Casey May. Mama is very, very proud of you. And as Daddy would say, you are officially off of our payroll. (laughs) (laughs) And your sisters are proud of you, too. Yeah, we can't wait to get free legal advice. <laughs> yeah, we sent we sent her something today, so it was from myself, Mary, and Michelle Obama because <laughs> she's her favorite. <laughs> and oh, and you have a very long way to go, my friend. <laughs> um, okay, Mary, floor is yours. Floor is mine. Okay, so we have Owen Kelly from Stonebridge Homes who is joining us tonight. He is one of the developers for our new bills that we're constantly talking about. So Copperwood Circle and Bristol Estates, but not just that. They do everything really across the South Shore and across the South Coast. You have, what, 12 or 20 active communities right now? Like <laughs> 12 or 20. 12 or 20, somewhere around there. I think Rami said 25 the other day. And I was like, 25? It might, it might feel that way some days. <laughs> but So Owen, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about what you do and the company and um, introduce yourself. Yeah, so I'm with Stonebridge Homes. Um, we, like like Mary said, we are a, a new construction builder. Uh, we've been around for about 30 years, th- actually probably 35 years now. And uh, we do all sorts of new construction from single family homes to uh, condo complexes to large um, multifamily buildings. Um, if, you've <laughs> if it's residential construction, we do it. Um, we've been pretty much Massachusetts only for a long, long time. So we're very familiar with the area. Um, we've, we've done a lot of different style homes. So 
I like to think we've we've hit a real niche here. Kind of done a little bit of it all, right? Right. So like you said, um, I know you have a couple of 55 plus communities that you've done. I think you have one um, in Lakeville right now that's active. You have kind of almost three different types of houses that are going on. Three different phases. Three. Mm -hmm. I, well, I think some of them are condos, some of them are single families, and then there's a 55 plus community phase. Um, and then um, us over at Copperwood Circle and Bristol Estates were just straight single family homes. So it's kind of nice that you have your hands in everything and you're very familiar with everything. Mm -hmm. um, but Owen is like our go-to guy. So I, I say that he rues the day he ever gave us his cell phone number because I constantly <laughs> am stalking him at this point. Um, but we work very, very closely, which I love because that's not an experience that um, both buyers and agents always have with their builders, right? Mm -hmm. So it's very, very personal and it's very kind of like big family oriented which I think is something that you guys bring to the table from a new construction perspective that not all builders can say. Because um, I know like we joke like we're family sometimes and like we're really, we're friends. But when you have to get down to business, it's nice to be able to say, call up and say, hey, I need this right now. What can we do? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. just one of the things, up. sorry, one of the things that I like, I mean, I had met Bisher um, at that first one equestrian. So I don't even know how many years ago that was. It was and like 2014. Was it? Yeah. 2015. Like that's crazy. So like five or six years ago. And, you know, for me, you know, all I have is the reputation that I've worked so hard for all these years. And a lot of builders have come to me and asked me to list their properties and market for them. Um, and, you know, I've been on different boards in the town and things like that. And I always felt like there was a different motive for them wanting me to, you know, be with them. And then there was a part of me that just felt like, I don't feel good representing what they're actually selling. So I've actually given up subdivisions in the past um, based on that. And I just had this really good feeling um, because I'm very empathic. But one of the things I really liked about, and I'll say loved because I did, what about Owen and Bisher was the company itself is it's big enough to do the things that the bigger companies are doing, mm -hmm. but their, their mentality is very um, like you would say like a smaller family owned company that from a person, from a relationship uh, wanting that relationship. If something comes up with one of the houses, like Owen being there, Bisher being there, like I've never seen developers that are that hands-on and that gave me comfort. Uh, so that's one of the things I appreciate about Owen and Stonebridge Homes. Completely agree. Much more articulate way of saying what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I haven't quite mastered your accuracy for descriptions yet. So I'll get there <laughs> eventually. Um, but Dusty, you want to start us off on our conversation here? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, and I say this every time we have we have some of the great guests we do is that I get to embrace my naive sense of some of the stuff we're talking about. So forgive me if I'm not at the same level as my lovely teammates, but it's nice. <laughs> it's nice. I always say I'm learning just as much as the people listening, which is a good thing. But we'll get we'll get right to it. When we're when we're talking about new construction, can we what are the major benefits? What are the big, big factors that probably initially draw people to to the idea of it. Okay. Well, I think definitely like, you know, sort of <clears throat> some 
some people, and I've just learned this from doing open houses over at Copperwood in Bristol, is that, you know, some people who, who come in, they might have a vision of what they want and they, you know, they might start to describe it and we say, oh, we have a floor plan that's exactly like that. Mm -hmm. Or someone might come in and say, I have no idea what I want. I just want something. <laughs> and then we sort of work work with it. And, and because we have so many floor plans, especially... Mm -hmm you know, over at Copperwood, you know, and as we got further in the development, we, you know, added more in, um, you know, we're able to make those custom customizations and the changes to, you know, it, it's not just a boxed floor plan. Um, so, you know, I think that that is, is appealing to people is to be able to sort of design, in a sense, your own home mm -hmm. um, with people who know what they're doing. Well, I think, yeah, absolutely. I think the main reason is, so if you're going to tag n number one reason people go new construction is the process of customizing the home and low maintenance. So when you're thinking of a new house, you're thinking everything that I'm walking into is brand new. Nobody's lived in this before. I don't have to worry about the roof having to replace the roof or, um, you know, the appliances being older or having to redo a kitchen. I think number one, um, that spearheads the conversation when they're thinking new, new construction. That's the number one advantage, I would say, um, or benefits in choosing, right? So all of the systems are new. Usually there's um, benefits with doing new construction in the sense of you're getting a home warranty. So I think that drives buyers into, yeah, it drives buyers into our communities. Owen, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, everything the first, I just said. <laughs> usually the first thing that people talk about with new construction is I just don't want to do anything. I just want to move into the house and I want it to all work. I don't want to be fixing things on a regular basis. And that's a huge pro of new construction. Mm -hmm. um, but the custom, the customization is is huge as well. I We, we get a lot of people who come in who have seen a lot of people. We, we open up Pinterest boards right away. And mm -hmm. oh, I've seen this, I've seen this, I've seen this. Can we do all this in a house? Um, yeah. And, and it's a lot of fun to take, you know, take what they've seen and actually translate it into something that is real. Mm -hmm. Well, that's one thing that I love that you guys do. And I've seen you do it so many times on, especially now with our Zoom meetings is, um, and we just did it for one of the buyers over at Bristol Estates, um, bringing them live into that CAD system that you have and literally redesigning a complete and total exterior of the house to replicate exactly what they had in their head. Mm -hmm. And we must have sat down with them uh, four or five, six times over an hour um, just to get the design absolutely perfect mm -hmm. um, and make sure that they're getting exactly what they needed because they had a very specific vision in, in their minds of what they wanted. Um, so I find that with new construction, people come in and they're like, I don't necessarily know what I want until I see it, but I know what I want when I see it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Because I feel yeah, like that's kind of how I, they know yeah. exactly <laughs> what they don't want. That's what I was just going to say, I yeah. feel like it's easier to tell somebody, I don't like this. I don't want this in my house. Mm -hmm. Although, but I, I don't know what I want. I just know that I don't like that. <laughs> Very true. But I actually, so while we're talking about like the major customizations that come with the house, it, like you said, it's fun to kind of talk to them and say, okay, well, what were you envisioning and how can we match that? How can we make that work so that it's, um, it might not be right on par with, you know, if they were paying, you know, $20,000 for a bathroom, you know what I mean? You could pay $20,000 for a bathroom. I really hope you don't. Um, but getting a similar 
to what we what they want while keeping them in budget in the budget that they want to be in so like there's a budget for everybody that can be in new construction right so you just have to stay there and that's so now I'm going off on a tangent of the things that I like about you guys. Um, but that's another thing that I like is uh, alternatives. So it's like, okay, well, this is my budget, right? So say our budget is 650,000. You could go crazy in new construction. So this is kind of like a con of new construction. You could go crazy designing the dream house and saying, you know, I want everything that I've ever seen on a Pinterest board. And I want, you know, 10 foot ceilings and vaulted this. And, you know, I want mahogany decking and just anything that you could possibly think of. You could go and spend a lot of money really quickly. Something that I like about Stonebridge um, and the way that you guys approach it is, let me tell you what I think you should do now for resale value, which is harder to do later on down the road. And if we have room left over, great, we'll throw in, we'll, we'll do a couple of things. But if we need to peel back on that budget so that you're saving money on the things that, um, you know, you could do easily later on down the road. And that's a conversation that I think buyers, it's almost like a reality check for buyers, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Bring it back down a mm -hmm. little bit. Because <laughs> uh, me, you show me a picture. I could spend money like nobody's business. Mm -hmm. We all could. We all could. I, yeah, I could spend anybody's money. Yeah. Where do we get it? <laughs> At the McNamara's house, actually. So we got to go there. There it is. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, um, Owen, Owen, actually, can I ask a question? I mean, do you find that people, you know, that that's one of the biggest things, like just add this, add this, add this? is like trying to scale back some or what do you think the biggest, I don't know. Hurdle. Yeah. Hurdle is like, I just feel like people, uh, every, of course, everybody wants the best of everything. I don't, I right. don't know anything about a lawnmower, but I could still pick out the most expensive one. That's what I mean. <laughs> the, 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 one of the biggest challenges is everybody has different expectations of what comes with a certain amount of money. Um, and so it, it's different from person to person to person to person. We'll have some people who will say, oh, what do you mean this doesn't come in this level house? And what do you mean this doesn't come in this level health? So what we try to do when people come in is lay out everything as much as we can that'll be in the house. And then we, we usually have a process where we sit down and we say, okay, what are all the things that you want? Like, what are all the things that you'd like to have in the, in the house? What are your, your musts? What are your like would like? And what are your little dream items? Um, we lay all, all of that out and then we try to break down, okay, this one's going to be very expensive. This one is very inexpensive. And we try to build, you know, uh, uh, basically as much of that in, as we can into the budget that they have. Um, like a nice happy medium. Like <laughs> let's not build the Taj Mahal. Let's yeah. build what's appropriately priced for the area and yeah. for you guys. And then you can make it your own. That's the benefit too, is when you come into the house, you can make it your own down the way, right? If you want to change oh, anything. Yeah. Or... Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and I just want to let you know that our biggest fan who listens to us every Tuesday is my mother. And um, she's already texting me everything that she wants in her dream home. So, oh, <laughs> so maybe we can get the last lot in Copperwood for her. <laughs> We're saving it for you. And she could just build what she wants. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm cutting the whole list. 
Well, then we'll whole have world. everybody in Pembroke. We won't have to ever leave. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I ever do end this town. now anyway. I, know. I live and work on the same street. I don't really leave anymore. <laughs> I don't leave Mattakusa just... Street ever. That's why it's taken me so long to put so many miles on my car. Anyways. Um, all right. So can we think of any other like major benefits? So, you know, obviously a new construction home is brand new. It's never been used by another human being. So if you, if. So, so on that, can I ask a general question? Mm. Does it matter? And I don't, I guess it just because it, this has never really occurred to me. Does it really matter if somebody has never lived in the house before? Like, why is that really a draw for people? Can somebody explain that to me? Like, oh, it's never been lived in. It's a one owner house or, you know, it's, people say that to me all the time. I just don't yeah, want to put somebody else's house. Well, yeah, tell me. Yeah. So um, here's the thing. Uh, I don't want to be walking on anybody else's funk ever. <laughs> so, so like you think of the funk being like in the carpets and in yeah. the mm-hmm. tile, like when you scrub. Weirdly, when I go into older houses, I can just picture like, you know, somebody like clipping their toenails and like oh real gross thing. Yeah. I don't know how I felt. I um, and here's the other thing too. And and Owen, just jump in. That's why you're so good at it. <laughs> it, It's because like, well, one of the things is we take new construction so seriously, and we were we got bombarded um, with um, reservations right after sort of like the COVID hit, and then people started waking up again, and you know, got you know, moving out of the city and coming our way. I mean, we put so much emphasis and for me, like so much detail that goes into this because we want everybody's home to be perfect the way that they want it. Perfect for them that we actually at that point is when we brought on Dustin full time to the McNamara broker team. So Mary can concentrate on on Copperwood and Bristol. And Owen, do you feel as if that helped? Because it's sort of... It looks like I'm taking the back seat, but I'm not. I mean, we're having meetings. I'm part of the meetings but there's the one person. It is very helpful. It is very helpful because, I mean, since, so so Copperwood has, what, 34 houses in it? Mm-hmm. The first 19 took, what, three years to sell? Yeah, we started Back February 2018. Right, or so two years to sell, essentially. And don't add a year on to us. Come on. <laughs> well, he's, well, it was a year before that. It was right, a year right, we're building some models and things like that. Doing the roads, but, yeah. So two full years to sell. The second 14 has been what, six months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, I don't know. I don't like, know where my life has gone. <laughs> so, so having you know one person and essentially one, we have like one team that's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the two of us and Dan, uh, you know, meeting regularly every week, discussing every single house that's going on. I think that helps keep everybody up to date on a regular basis. So. Yeah. yeah. And two, there's no, because there's such an easy way for there to be so many loopholes. I mean, that's one of the things with new construction is it's very exciting, but there are so many different processes where, you know, and, you know, I, I'm not with you right now, but when we were doing a question, for example, you'd be, we'd be walking through a house with somebody and they'd be like, oh, can I do this? Yeah, let's do that. And then it's like, all right, who's adding it? And that's why I just thought with Mary, I go, it will be way too confusing if me and Melissa and you are all there because yeah. we're going to be was that lot what but hmm, who so yeah I feel like it really worked out really well so 
Mary had the choice if she wanted to do Copperwood or if she wanted to do everything else. And I did Copperwood and she did everything else. And Owen, she chose you. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I'm happy about it. <laughs> yeah. I do, but I've always enjoyed, like I've always enjoyed new construction because Sharon, I, I look back on it and legitimately I started with you at mm -hmm. Crescent Hill Farms in new construction. So I always say, if I didn't learn that way right off the bat and I was stuck mm -hmm. in like a resale mode, it would be very hard to push me in the other direction, but it's almost like new construction is a little bit natural, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's just something that you familiarized me with. Um, mm -hmm. And I enjoy it and I love seeing all the nuances and answering the questions I love. I like when I have the answer to the question, let's put it that way. <laughs> if I don't have the answer, I'm like, shoot, I'll find out for you. It makes it all that much more important. Like you said, you being used to it, having a team that's working together because you, you could assume that essentially everyone you're working with as clients is a first time new construction home buyer. I feel like it is rare to find someone who has already gone through this process. So mm -hmm. it's brand new to everyone. And so like I said, expectations are all over the place and no one is a hundred percent sure how the whole thing's going to go. So yeah. having people that are in cahoots talking regularly, meeting regularly, have done it 33 times previously for one lot or one development I'm sure it makes it a lot easier for everyone. And something just to, I have one point that I want to talk about um, for a pro for new construction and things. Um, what is it? What are we calling it? A benefit of new construction. But, oh no, Sharon, I pulled a you. I just lost my complete and total is train of thought. Is it what I thought. just told you? <laughs> I know. I was going to mm. say something. I was going to say something else. Oh, I think it's a living, breathing thing. So at the beginning of every development, you always, or at the beginning of anything, you have kinks that you work out, right? But then you fine tune every process and everything gets so much more streamlined. And I've seen, like, I've seen the growth, you know, throughout the community. You're down, we've been down there for almost two years, going on three years now. Um, so it really is, it's become completely streamlined, in my opinion. There's a process for everything and it just gets better and better. Um, but the point that um, we were talking about just real briefly was a benefit to new construction being the warranty programs that you guys offer. Mm -hmm. So I know, especially now, so you guys have um, quality home builders that you guys are associated with, Stonebridge Home is associated with, with and it's through Liberty Mutual, right? Mm -hmm. That gives um, a warranty for actually 10 years on a new property. Yep. So everybody in the second phase of our community down at Copperwood Circle is getting a 10-year warranty, which anybody who knows anything about new construction, that's like unheard of. Yeah, that's a big deal. I've never heard of that. Have you ever heard of that, Sharon? No. Owen, can you explain it a little bit yeah. more for our listeners? Yeah, so this is a new program for Stonebridge. Uh, we were approached by Quality Home Builders, uh, and they, are, they have a pretty impressive system. Unlike some, sometimes you hear about home warranties, uh, where you can buy into them and they last a certain amount of time. This one is actually backed by an insurance company, uh, which is they actually come and they evaluate us as a company. So a lot of other ones are like those extended warranties that you get calls from for your car, you know, like the random mm -hmm. today. Call. Hey, That's come like by the warranty. But holy crap, is it going to be a battle to, to get anything done? Mm -hmm. uh, this place is, is really amazing. They sent out crews to come and inspect our quality of work, make sure it matched up to their bar. Uh, which, and, and then basically now we're able to offer this 10 year program. Certain things are covered for a year, certain are covered for two years, and then certain things are covered all the way to 10 years. Um, and that's backed by Liberty Mutual. So nobody's going anywhere, which is, 
which is really exciting. Um, yeah. And you gave all your agents across all of your um, communities too, like a whole day training session on it where somebody from um, Quality Home Builders came on and actually presented everything to us so we would understand it and be able to explain it to buyers and sellers, which I was just like amazed by the whole entire thing. (laughs) I really was (laughs) like, I want to buy it. Oh, and the other thing with that that's important to note is it's actually transferable. Right. So, so that 10 year warranty, hopefully you are buying a new construction house and you're not selling in one or two years. But if you did, maybe because of relocation or um, job changes, whatever circumstance changes, um, you have a warranty that you could then sell, well, not really sell, but pass on. Right, but pass along with the house, right, yeah. exactly. And who gets to yep. say that? Like nobody. Yeah, yeah. People who buy a Stonebridge home house. There you go. <laughs> You're telling I you people. Help myself. You want to get your own warranty number? Yeah. <laughs> My house didn't come with a warranty. Oh, important, important note. Old. Important note to um, say. Owen was actually the one who designed our in-law. Yes. So everybody Ooh. here is talking about the in-law all the time. Um, and he loves antique houses and we have an antique house. So we thought it would be an op- absolutely like great fit. And he replicated what our old barn kind of was and um, made the in-law. And I got to say, I love it. Yeah. And most I'm importantly, back there. most importantly, Holly loves it. True. She's the one who lives in it. True. So she, she <laughs> that is it. the highest of praises. Yeah. And we, uh, we <laughs> you had some amazing ideas. I'm telling you, without your ideas, we would be in a world of hurt. Yeah, let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I've heard Holly say, uh, "Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad he suggested that. This work, this works really well." Like okay, Holly. But we, we, yeah, we, we've been enjoying it ourselves too. You know, going in there mm-hmm. for for Thanksgiving. Let's, and, let's just say it's warmer on that side of the house. It's warmer <laughs> and it's cool. It has AC. <laughs> Uh, anyways, we love it. Sorry. And, uh, yeah, so great design. Great design. Um, but yeah. Rail it in, ladies. Yeah, no. Well, I feel like you. I digress. For anyone who tuned in 45 seconds ago and hasn't heard one one thing, reminder, <laughs> you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable with the McNamara Broker team, joined here by Owen Kelly. Any questions regarding new construction, please call Ben at WATD 781-837-4900. Again, that's 781 781- Eight three seven four nine zero zero, and Ben will forward you to us. Ben's not going to answer your questions. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I could, but I don't think I'm learning. qualified enough to make good calls, right? <laughs> I was going to say, Ben, you're learning so much, you could probably answer the question. Yeah, you probably. Could. I mean, I could definitely pass for front desk. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I'll get you to someone who can. Hold on one moment. <laughs> um, Owen, um, I had a question for you, and I was just wondering, do you want to? Um, let our listeners know exactly what your role is at um, Stonebridge. I know when we started, you were sort of more hands-on, um, you know, with the hammer and nail sleeping in your car, and then you've progressed on. <laughs> you know, he didn't uh, live in his car, just to clarify. Yeah, I never... my wife. I was like, hey, I'm going on with the Boston Connect team. They're probably going to mention the time I slept in my car. Outside <laughs> the it was so much dedication, so much dedication there. Well, you were living up in New Hampshire at the time, so I yeah, mean, yeah, exactly. That was a exactly. long ride. 
Yeah, it was, it was, hey, we were finishing up tomorrow. Why drive three hours home and three hours back? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's logic to me. Six extra I just hours think if, right if that had happened today, I think we would, we're close enough at this point where I would have been like, Owen, like you can stay at my house. Like it's going to be okay. You're sleeping in your car. <laughs> I remember, Sharon, the first time I ever took Owen over to your house to show, I remember we were showing him your kitchen for some reason. It, you weren't there and you were so nervous. You were like, can you make sure my house is clean before you like, let him come in? He's a new client, Mary. And I go, your house is always spotless. Like I would eat off your floors. I don't know what you mean. Oh, that's so funny. So Owen, what is your, um, like, what are your roles now? And like, what are you doing for Stonebridge and for the homeowners? Yeah. So, so uh, to kind of tie it into something we were talking about earlier, we are a, Stonebridge is a pretty, we, we like to say we're pretty proud of the size that we are uh, in that we do have a lot of subdivisions going on. I think we have 12 active subdivisions and then 21, you know, including all the upcoming ones. Um, so we do have a lot going on that allows us to have access to some, some really good pricing and options and, and relationships with certain vendors. It gives us the ability to like deliver a lot closer, you know, to the, to deliver on time. Um, whereas you hear these horror stories of people who don't close for six months or a year after they've signed up for the new house. Like we have, you know, four plumbers to draw from and, and six HVAC guys and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, so it really allows us to kind of set things up and hold the schedule, uh, which especially now is, is difficult to do with everybody being so busy. Mm. The, on the flip side of that, uh, is that, uh, well, you know, I have site supers running each individual site. Uh, it allows me to stay involved with each house pretty much personally. Um, so whether it's just from a design aspect, sitting down taking their comments and putting it out or actually meeting and doing like on-site inspections and, and things like that. Um, you know, we as a company all know what's going on kind of across the board. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that allows us all to stay a lot more in tune with you know, new aspects of design, new technical challenges that pop up in the field, as opposed to kind of having separate powers, we're all involved in the process. Um, and, and we really like that. You know, we sit down once a month, everybody from the company, and just talk about things that we've seen over the last month. Um, well, that's what cool. popped up here, How what's going on with our new foundation plan, what new products have we seen uh, that people have recommended, oh, we had an issue with this ERV system. Is this, you know, a, a permanent thing or should we, should we look for a new product? Stuff like that. Um, so I think that really keeps us all in tune with, with the new things that are happening. Mm -hmm. I love that. So it's kind of like constantly getting better, constantly reevaluating what works good, what doesn't, what, you know, what you have to do, what's better. I like yep. that. I like yep. that. Mm -hmm. well, and I think, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, was gonna say I like that the meetings that you do now, I'm sorry, with us no, 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 no. as well, okay. you know, like those meetings, I think like that's so there's something new that sort of happened as well, too. And, you know, everybody. So you're also on the same page with the people who are marketing your properties, which I think is really helpful because everybody's hearing what what is going on. Yeah, I love that. I, I love those meetings. I think it it's been a game changer since you guys even started them with us just to 
Um, I, think, I think we were still in mid phase two, so it was a little bit slower. Now we're super, super busy. There's so much to be updated on and so much to have conversations with every getting everybody on the same page and making sure that, you know, just little things, quick question, quick answer, and then move on. I love them. Yeah. I mean, there's so many moving parts. Literally, you're building a house. There's lots of parts that goes into that, <laughs> you know, so to be doing it on such a grand scale with, you know, we got so many reservations all at once and, mm -hmm. um, you know, they they held it together. So uh, we all, you know, moved forward and we're all building these houses all at once. And, um, you know, so the, the meetings are very helpful. It's, it's all about communication. And when you are able to communicate about, you know, what's going on, mm -hmm. it usually goes pretty smoothly um, when everybody's on the same page. So the Wednesday meetings are super, super helpful. Um, you know, and I think that, you know, it's a, it's a great implementation for, for us. And, you know, hopefully I know that you do it with the other developments as well, um, you know, that we're not a part of, but, you know, obviously moving forward, this is something that, you know, We'll stick. We'll stick. And we try, we, we, you know, we, we implemented this as well as a team, you know, we yeah. talk every single morning and make sure that we're all on the same page yeah. where, and we're trying to be a well-oiled machine as well. So, um, you know, they work. Yeah. Communication is key people. Yeah. Controversy only arises when expectations differ. Right. So mm -hmm. I think that that's why it's so important to do that. And I love that they're committed to doing it. And it just makes it better for the people who are, you know, building homes because mm -hmm. we've heard a lot of horror stories about that process. Yeah, yeah for so. sure. Um, we got about 10 minutes before we have to take our seven o'clock break. Um, Dustin, should we move on to the next section? Yeah, let's just, well, can, we can wrap up kind of pros still. Oh, we've talked about a lot of big ones, a lot of big ticket items. Is there anything that you see from your end that people start experiencing or really desiring that, you know, might not stick out to the average consumer? Well, one thing that uh, a lot of people don't realize about new construction, that there are a couple energy related items that have changed drastically mm -hmm. in the last 20 years. Yeah. Uh, so insulation in a house from 2001 is completely different than a house in two 2020. Even insulation from 2010, 2012 has changed drastically to now. Uh, so much so that that's one of the constant topics in our discussions that we have every month uh, is about, okay, what are the new, what are the new requirements that went into effect? Uh, how do we meet them? How do we make sure we're predicting, you know, what challenges that might arise from those new requirements? Um, so, so that's one of the biggest things. I mean, we're seeing energy bills, you know, that drop from, I don't know, $300 a month to heat your house down to 75 bucks, you know, for, for a 3000 square foot house. Wow. Um, so it's, it's pretty incredible what has changed in that field. Um, one of the things too was that new one that came up this year in the garage with um, the electrical. You, don't you have to do oh, yeah. something? Yeah, explain yeah. that to our listeners. Hmm. So, so there's a whole new set. This is kind of on the same thing as energy, but uh, Massachusetts now is requiring um, that all homes now are both solar ready and electric car ready. Hmm. All right. So there's a electric car. Uh, it, it's just an electric outlet, but it's it's in the in there prep for an electric vehicle, and then there is uh, piping run so that way you can run solar panels in the future down from the attic. So that's again another thing that now becomes standard in a new home as opposed to a ten thousand dollar project to you know tear open walls and run new wiring down. 
That actually makes me like so happy to hear and to see because just like global warming and because I'm a big believer in global warming. I mean, we were, <laughs> you know, in the 60s, just a couple, like just a week ago in November. Yeah. Um, you look like you're in global warming right now. <laughs> you're your hat. Freezing. You have a hat on in your sweater. Global warming. <laughs> I'm only doing this to hide my like, hide my forehead that's going to have lines on it right now. Um, but no, I am. I'm always, I'm always cold. So but that's something that I, I just really appreciate builders or um, the state taking seriously and making re putting regulations into place so that we can do things more energy efficiently. What? I was telling myself a joke in my head. I was <laughs> just saying that they, like, we have to do that because when aliens take over, they have to charge their spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only saying that because, like, I saw on the news that they were they were confirming that, they were aliens, over? that aliens exist, but just, just taking taking over the world and moving into Copperwood. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank goodness they had that electric charger there. Yeah. <laughs> aliens don't use gas. I mean, they have to charge their spaceship somehow. We'll have Ben. Ben's at the studio. Ben's gonna get all these phone calls later. Like, I tuned in and I heard that they <laughs> there's aliens. aliens. Oh, have you not watched the news yesterday or today? <laughs> Literally made it from galaxies away, but need enough energy to get to stop and shop. Well, okay, so let's just back it up a little bit. So maybe Copperwood is putting it in there so people can put their Tesla in there or something like that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but, All right. But we'll go to Tesla and we'll go to spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Oh, that was perfect. Would it make anybody laugh to know that that's my ringtone? <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, oh, oh, and are there any other things too? So I know we were talking about, um, and we so so far you talked about energy, and then the electrical with new codes and everything. Um, I thought that maybe the last time I was in one of the models, but I don't know if it was here. If I was in one of the other ones, it was um, the radon. Are you like pre? Are you putting something in for the radon now? Before. Well, we, yeah, so we all our homes we build to a, a radon resistant spec, uh, so it's like a, pa a passive radon resistance. Um, so that's not a Massachusetts requirement, uh, but there are basically there are a couple of things that Stonebridge does. So one of those is a French drain in the bottom of your basement. Okay, so because we've been building a lot of houses across the board, you know we know what what issues have popped up in different conditions in different places. So what we try to do is design our base house to be ready for any kind of issue, no matter where we are building. So one of the things that we built for that is the French drain. So all of our houses come with crushed stone underneath and piping ready for a sump pump. Now, new construction, this is the other nice thing. Engineering has, has gotten so strict and so advanced that you don't see water issues like you used to. Like people aren't getting creative with, with putting the houses down in the water line. I mean, all the houses in Copperwood are built eight feet in the air um, mm -hmm. for the reason that, hey, they're perfectly protected uh, from any kind of water. Mm -hmm. But regardless of that, you know, we still design our houses um, to have that protection in place. Mm -hmm. Another one is radon. So while we don't do like an active fan or anything like that, what we do do is it's again it's called radon resistant construction there's a vapor barrier underneath the floor uh, and then there's a pipe that runs through the ceiling uh, through the roof of the house so if you in the future need to add a radon pipe uh, it's it's not a huge pipe you have to stick on the outside of your house mm -hmm. 
Well, that's one of the things too, is um, all these, I will say extra things that you do. And I think that that's the important too, for all of our listeners, you know, before we go to the seven o'clock break to understand is when you are thinking about new construction, you definitely should be working with an agent, whether it's us or another one that definitely knows the ins and outs of new construction and that the contractors and builders know, because I think that some of these, these things that you don't see, Owen, are probably more important than the granite counters or the stainless <laughs> steel, right? So, Absolutely. And, and I don't think that people put a value on those items and that people are like, wow, new construction can get expensive. Um, you know, people are willing to pay whatever they want for a growy faucet, but then if you tell them that you have all this extra crushed stone under the house, they tend to lose sight of how important that is. And mm. I think it's just amazing um, that you do all these things because it's preventative. It's not because you need it, it's preventative so it never happens. And that has huge, huge value. So yeah. I think that that would be a good way for us to, for us to segue into what you're gonna talk about, what we're gonna talk about um, after the seven o'clock break. You guys wanna take that? Yeah, I mean, I, I I totally agree with you, Sharon. There's so many things <clears throat> and so many factors that have it to do with building a home that, you know, might be, you can't see or, you know, even the, just, I don't know, there's just so many things that mm -hmm. go into building a home that are very important that, you know, the the average person doesn't see day to day. Yeah. Um, but it's something like the, the countertops or even the flooring or anything like that, like those can all be changed. Um, you know, fairly easily, mm -hmm. you know, down the line. So you don't have to get the best of the best right out of the gate. You know, it perhaps it is, you know, doing the, the sort of the hidden stuff that are that are super important and will help with the longevity of, you know, yeah, maintaining your house. Um, and and that's that's what's important. Yeah. You know, the colors and certain things you can change over time. Mm -hmm. um, trends go away. They come back. And they go away again. Brass is back. <laughs> Brass is back. Um, you know, so. <laughs> Okay, well, we're going to be taking our seven o'clock break, but when we return, we will be continuing our conversation with Owen Kelly from Stonebridge Homes. So we will be back in a few minutes. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable with Boston Connect Real Estate's broker team. Tonight, we're joined by Owen Kelly from Stonebridge Homes. He is one of the developers we are working with um, for Copperwood Circle and Bristol Estates. But if you want to listen to any of our past shows, you can go to talkrealestateroundtable.com. You can go onto your podcast app or iTunes, Spotify, um, and search Talk Real Estate Roundtable. You can search any of our names because, again, we're so famous. Um, or, uh, or <laughs> not or, but you should uh, be following us on social media. So on Facebook and Instagram, we are McNamara Broker Team and Boston Connect Real Estate. You can go to bostonconnect.com. You can get all of our contact information there or you can give me a call here at the office, 781-826-8000 and I will connect you with whoever you would like to speak to if it's not me. I hope it's me. Um, but anyways, we're going to get back to it. I know, Sharon, you have some stats that you want to talk about um, mm -hmm. when it comes to new construction, and then we'll jump right back into um, our discussion with Owen. 
Great. So um, everybody knows how I love Lawrence Yan. He is the um, chief economist for the National Association of Realtors, and he did a forecasting for 2021 um, today with Brian Buffini, who is a real estate coach um, out there in the world. And I was able to get bits and pieces of it. And um, I'm actually going to try to forward this over to um, Owen and Bisher tomorrow. Um, But one thing I wanted to read was is that he is forecasting a 20% total growth in new home sales from t- for 2020. That's just 2020. And he expects the upward trend to jump even higher for next year. And he's forecasting a 21% jump, jump in new home sales. So it only 9% jump in existing home sales, but new construction is jumping up even again next year, 21%. So um, I think... You know, one of the things that they're saying is that for so long, there was a period in that 2010 period when, you know, there was, you know, sort of construction sort of took a back seat for a little bit and wasn't as active. It's almost like you guys can't keep up right now. And I think a lot of that has to do with also getting your subs in there. I was down at Copperwood last week and um, with Mary and we were showing a, a lot to somebody. And honestly, I... I was in there. I was like, there's a plumber. There's an electrician. There's somebody else doing mm-hmm. something. There's Sealand doing the roads. Like, it was like, I felt like I was on a movie set. It was just, <laughs> you, I just. T- took the word right out of my mouth. Isn't it? It's Last just Last time amazing. I was in phase two. Yeah. It was so funny. <laughs> to be, yeah. To be down there. So, Owen, I mean, you're seeing that here. Um, and I'm sure all your other developments are seeing it. Um, do you agree with what Lawrence Young has said about the 20% growth for 2020? And um, are you excited to hear about his ex- his expert ed- uh, opinion for next year? That's, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's definitely exciting. The uh, I mean, it's almost like a faucet has come on to some degree. Uh, and there's this whole backlog of people who I think have been waiting, wondering, when do I buy a house? Especially in the millennial generation. Mm. Uh, I think there's a lot of people who were just on edge about when do I make that shift or when when is that an option for me? And mm-hmm. I think a lot of them now are seeing that is that's a possibility there. Yeah. Um, the other thing that they were saying too is that um, what he was saying is, and we've been saying similar things. We talked about the millennials a couple of weeks ago and um, they're ready to go. Um, some of them can't jump into new construction and the cost, you know, the price point where we are. Some of them can because they've been home in dad's basement, mom's basement, you know, saving. But what we're going to see, because so many businesses now realize that they can work remotely and they don't need these big commercial properties, you know, with rents, that now people are going to be in their smaller homes and they're going to realize how much smaller it really is when, you know, mom's in one room working, dad's in another room, the kids are here. They are going to need bigger homes which is great for new construction so we can push them into you know these new construction developments and finally those smaller homes will open up again for our seniors and our boomers to get out of the four bedroom resale colonials into the one levels and smaller homes so that's my prediction to see how well that goes too it's all good news for us yeah right i think that's absolutely what we've been seeing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's nice to have, like, what you were talking about before, kind of the resale value. So you, you have a shift in what people are looking for and what their expectations are and what they want in a house. But it still needs to be aligned with 
the financial investment they're making and how it's going to serve them when their time of that house is over. So mm-hmm. again, going through new construction and having someone who's done this dance before is incredibly valuable. That's a really valid point, Dustin, is that, you know, that's one thing we talk about all the time is new construction. And Mary mentioned that earlier. Oh, and I love when you'll sit down with that CAD program. I can't be around it all the time because I'm taking walls down all over the place and adding things. But like, <laughs> is that stressful? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, remember, we did have a conversation with somebody one time and they wanted to do something. And I just raised my hand and I said, you know, you have to do what you think is best for your home. But I, you should think about resale value because I think they were taken out of bedroom or something. I, I remember yep, something yep, about yep. that. But you're really good about helping people with that process because when the per- you're building a house for someone, when they leave, your stamp is still on it. For that next owner, whether it's a resale or not. So I think that that's great because we were saying earlier, the things you don't see are the things that are the most important, right? Mm-hmm. So that's my two take, my two cents, my two take. <laughs> I feel like we've been we've been experiencing COVID long enough to potentially have kind of different impacts. For new construction, has there been a continual, have, was there a drastic impact when this all begun maybe four or five months ago and opposed to maybe the latter four months? Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if I should take that first and then Owen, I'll let you say from your kind of manufacturing standpoint, like the building process. Mm-hmm. So for us, I, I really don't know that the first bout of COVID that came around really slowed anything down. It might have slowed the amount of new contracts we had coming in or new reservations from the very, very Mm -hmm. get-go. But we still had, um, from a manufacturing standpoint, the build process was still going. Like new builders and um, real estate agents, we were considered really um, essential employees. So that never stopped. Like the building never stopped and we didn't see any delays in production and um, closing timelines for the buyers then. And then when they released everybody from that stay at home order, we kind of hit on this a little bit earlier. It was, I really think we got um, eight reservations in a matter of 10 days. Like it was just fast and furious. We were all over the place. We had one property, um, which was our model home at Bristol Estates, who the model houses sometimes tend to take a little bit longer to sell when the development is just getting started. We had it on for a little bit and just one weekend we got three offers Mm -hmm. just and it was right after that stay at home order was lifted. They all came down and the couple that ended up purchasing it was coming from the city saying, I don't want to be in the city anymore. I don't have to be in the city anymore. I want to be in the suburbs. Um, And this is the house. Bang, bang, boom. Done. Yeah. I, uh, my initial thought when you asked that question, Dustin, was, um, you know, thinking back to the first couple of weeks that we were experiencing this, it was, there was so much unknown and we really only thought that it was going to last like a couple of weeks. And here thunk. we are, you know, nine, 10 months later, and we're still sort of in limbo and what's going on. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I think in the beginning, I can really only think of one person who walked away um, while they were in in reservation yeah. um, because of the unknown and they were sort of, um, you know, 
scared about that, which is which is a valid reason, you know, sort of not knowing what's going to happen. You know, this person was using their retirement money and, you yeah. know, they, they were setting themselves up for the rest of their life. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, it just wasn't right timing. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of the unknown was uneasy. It's in, um, But I, I, I think that that really only happened with one one yeah. person. And, you know, I think then when it starts to get like really serious and people understood like, okay, I have to stay in my house. Well, if I have to stay in my house, I want a new house. So, uh, you know, and hopefully by the time this is all over, my house will be ready. And, uh, you know, that'll, that'll be, that'll be a good day. Yeah. Do you think there was a whole group of people that were going to work every day and not really spending any time in their house? And then they come and now they're locked in their house going, why do I live here? Oh my gosh. What is this? When you can't go out to the restaurants in the city, the city is a lot less enticing oh, today mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But no, the, the, I, the trade blew up. Every person I knew working in trades and everyone we came across could not find a second to breathe. Because like you said, everyone got in their house and they're like, yeah, this has to change or we need to fix this. <laughs> There's no reason for that to be that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we started to see it really with the supply for like vinyl fencing, right? Yes. Like. Talk about how we started to see supply um, because of the lockdown, because of everything. And price. And price. an interesting yeah. piece of it. Luck, so, so since the beginning, construction has been considered an essential service, which makes sense. Uh, so luckily, the way that the construction process works, there's usually one, maybe two different subcontractors in the house at a given time. Which even so, even when you drive to phase two, you may see eight different trucks there, but there's mm-hmm. one group in every house. So that makes it pretty conducive. So even in COVID, yeah, okay, there's two people in this house and two people in this house and two people mm-hmm. in this house. So it allows everything to keep working. The one place where it's been a big surprise, and it was interesting because it didn't happen until about six months after construction started uh, or the COVID started, but anything that's a manufactured product mm-hmm. has gone from could show up on time to could be 12 weeks late. <laughs> uh, and that's been a really interesting one for us as a builder to try to figure out is, you know, how do we plan for that? Um, and how do we make sure we're dealing with suppliers who will give us honest delivery times? Because mm-hmm. um, we as a builder really strive to, you know, be straightforward with people up front and say, hey, this is when you, this is when you sign an agreement with us. This is when we'll deliver the house. And we try as the process is going to give people regular updates on that. Um, with, with manufactured products, what we've seen is it's been all over the board. And so for us, you know, a company that we've been working with for 15 years, okay, we're having a 12 week delay. How do we as a builder respond? Um, and how long will this kind of thing last? Uh, so as far as trades go, it's been pretty solid because we have such longstanding relationships with people. Um, we as a company now are responding to, and how do we deal with this aspect of the process? Well, so have you figured it out yet? What's, what'd you say? I said, have you figured it out yet? (laughs) (laughs) And how, how is it for the, for the buyers though? I mean, sort of, I mean, it's an unknown for us. And I know like Mary, we had, you know, one house in particular, um, it was a windows and it was just sort of like a special order type thing. Mm -hmm. And, 
you know, your hands are tied. I mean, I'm not, if I could go and make the windows myself, I would have, you know what I mean? If I could drive the truck, I would have. Um, So, but, you know, if you think about people who are, you know, selling their other houses to buy these new houses, I mean, we're very good, I think, about telling them, you know, what the expectations are and giving them as much notice as we possibly can to let them know there is a delay but there's nothing we can do about it because you can't have a house without windows. But you can't you can't do the next step until you have the windows in, you know? Well, and it'll be every window supplier, not just one, not just because wherever, whatever that plastic is, you know, doesn't mm-hmm. exist right now. Um, if, if they're not familiar with the industry or really, you know, the grand scheme of sales, it's a tough dialogue to have because they're like, no, you're the home builder. You should have the supplies. This should be ready. And you're like... I apologize, but that's just not exactly how it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like pressure-treated lumber at one point during the summer. Uh, I don't know if anybody here tried to put a deck in, but Home Depot didn't have any for about four weeks. Mm. And even Home Depot, the largest you know supplier of, yeah. of yeah. consumer lumber, uh, <laughs> just didn't have pressure-treated lumber. Well, it was pavers even too. Like they ran out of pavers. You couldn't find pavers anywhere because so many people were redoing their walk. Uh, Walkways. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was going to say rockways. I don't rockways. Know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say this again. You said- well, the the CEO of um, of Home Depot actually said in that Lawrence Young um, interview was they never planned or anticipated what has happened in you know like the in their industry to happen. So they, it's almost like they weren't prepared for it either. You know, so Home Depot, Lowe's, all of yep. these big lumber companies, they just weren't prepared. They didn't expect it. That's what drives drives change in any market is things that are unexpected. Very true. Mm. Very true. They won't they won't let that happen again. No. That's why we always try to do the unexpected, right, ladies? Don't we have a sign in um, our office that says that do the unexpected I think somewhere? So. Yeah. Mary, it's literally above your files <laughs> on your wall in your office. Mary's office. It's in my office. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Lanta. Well, that that is. <laughs> I'm unexpected, guys. She's always staring at her computer. She doesn't ever have I don't look up. It's my <laughs> computer and my phone. Um, so we have about 10 minutes left. Yeah. So you guys want to get in some of the more important things so we don't, um, not that this wasn't important, but I just want to make sure that we get everything in that we want to talk with Owen about. Yeah, it, it all really started with originally kind of what to look out for when purchasing new construction, really kind of honing in on the people who are kind of past the introduction phase and I mean, the best way that we can help them or the best way that own their team can help them. But in reality, what should you be looking out for? I think the biggest thing, and, and Mary will back me up on this, is to ask a lot of questions. As a buyer, let's have all the conversations up front mm-hmm. about everything you could see. I think um, a lot of the times, if you watch like building shows uh, on TV, it's, it's they jam you know, a whole process into 30 minutes or, or, or 45 minutes. And so there's a lot of gaps that are filled where I'm sure they're having regular, regular conversations to, to say, okay, what exactly is being built here? What do you want? How do we achieve that? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, I think that is the thing we've learned to stress a lot more to people up front is, you know, Let's slow down at the beginning. Let's talk about everything, get it exactly right. Then give us a plan and we'll go. Um, But making sure that first end of it is, you know, what are you looking for? What do you want to have? 
what where do you see this house being in 10 years trying to get as many of those details wrapped up into it i think that's the biggest thing is ask a lot of questions have a good realtor it, it is really important we we i mean we have had homeowners come with a realtor who has kind of been checked out um and that's okay if you're a very proactive homeowner and who's somebody who's knowledgeable and and but but at the end of the day you want somebody who is very experienced with new construction who knows all the questions to ask to make sure they're filling in all the gaps uh, for you the gaps in your knowledge uh, there's there is nothing quite like somebody who's been doing this day in and day out uh, mm -hmm. There's there's something to be said about um, we had we've touched upon it a couple of times about communicating and I've seen so we're actually dealing with um, just a one off house that's being built by just kind of like a, a builder who it's not really his job and the communication there um, we have a buyer that's purchasing that house the communication there has been beyond painful it's painful just say it it is painful. I obviously no names or anything, but Owen, I could tell you stories and you would literally, your, your mouth would drop. It's just been the worst experience, but it's been something that I've noticed has been really helpful to have us who are so familiar with you guys on your end with Stonebridge say, all right, well, this actually is kind of something that normal that would come up but this is totally unacceptable. This other thing is totally unacceptable. This would never happen. So just from the perspective of having an advocate who knows knows the process and knows the questions to ask, because there's, um, Mel brought it up earlier, um, there's private road versus public road. Is there an HOA? Where is the septic system? Is it a shared system or is it private? Is it- Are there any easements on my lot? Mm -hmm. Where's the conservation? What does the site plan look like? How is the house gonna be oriented? There's all these different things and that's, we haven't even Where's talked about- Where's the septic about, system? How big is it? Yeah, we haven't even mm -hmm. talked about any of the fun stuff, the interior, the design, the the selections that are going into it. So having somebody to prompt those questions and set those expectations from the get-go, I think is immeasurable in mm -hmm. my opinion. Like the more, the more communication you can do, those weekly updates that we do, then we can subsequently give to the buyer's agents and the buyers on our end. It just makes the process that much smoother mm -hmm. and that much less mm -hmm. painful. Well, my thought process is like, if you don't know that you don't know something, then you don't know it. Like, you don't know to <laughs> no, ask yeah, questions. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yep. like, I'm sure, Mary, you know, we've had, um, you know, a couple buyers in Copperwood come to us directly and, you know, we were able to assist them. But, you know, it, 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 you're, you're the one asking them the, these questions. And I'm sure sometimes they're like, oh, I, I never even thought of that. Like, oh, I have a choice. Like, oh, I have to do this. I have to think about this. Like, oh, I never, like there's, there's so much, mm -hmm. but if you have somebody who knows what they're talking about and knows what they're doing and knows what the next step is and okay, we have to do this before we do this, yep. then that it's so helpful and it's so much less pressure and stress and like you just set the expectation right in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, this is, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have this meeting and then we're going to have, you know, the pre-selections and then we're going to have the selections and then we're going to do this. And like, and, and like you said earlier, like it just becomes a well-oiled machine. So yeah. like, you know, okay, I just did this. So now I got to do this. I have, I'm going to ask this question and then, oh, I got to find out this. Like, so yeah, there's a lot that goes on it, but uh, you know, I, I, if I went to a, you know, 
to a builder, I'd be like, all right, yeah, I just want like a one I want roof, a house. Please. I want a house. One roof, please. <laughs> <laughs> a roof, like a roof over my head. And uh, mm. that's about it. That's about all I know. Yeah. You know, so, so it, through- it is super helpful. Well, on that same note is one of the things that's really nice is the process and how they take the time to every every process has a checks and balances as well. And, you know, even, you know, the electrical walkthrough, it's, you know, all right, you want an outlet in front of, you call it your Christmas package, right? It, you, so your holiday light package, right? So that you can have the electrical sockets in front of your windows. I mean, every little detail is thought of. I'm telling you that the, the basic homeowner is not going to think about that until they're ready to put the Christmas tree up, you know, so that we can bring it to There's their no attention. There's no outlet that's here? Oh, shoot. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. it is literally something that we talk about all the time. And even, you know, a, re- a recessed light in the shower, which is something that we started doing. But it's just, oh, you might not have considered this, but this is why it functionally makes sense to put this light switch over here and not over here. Mm-hmm. And this is why we're going to do it. And this is the way the door is going to swing. Like those electrical walkthroughs used to blow my mind. I was like, yeah. we talk about mm-hmm. all of this? Yeah. Even the where the valve is going to go in the shower. I mean, oh, and I remember at one time, I mean, we were, I was like, we got to move this because I'm going to get, uh, you, you put the water on in the morning, it's really cold. <laughs> I'm not going in there to get, put that water on. <laughs> We've had those electrical walkthroughs last like up to four hours before, four or five hours. Oh gosh. Hopefully one of them wasn't Ooh. mine. Am I, did I black that one out? <laughs> Knock on wood. I, I filled in for Mary and no, did one with Dan. Somewhere else. I think that one was somewhere else, but, 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 you know, we do that because we want to make sure, I mean, that, so, so for anybody who uh, wants an under, a little bit of understanding, we have a process up front where we explain the whole, you know, we kind of walk through all the pieces of the house. We do the design. We do, we have a, a standard list of options. We put a list together of all the upgrades. Like I said, we, 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 we set this all up. We try to be as detailed as possible. Then we get a set of plans and specifications, and then we go. Between the beginning and the end, there's really one big checkpoint in the middle that we do an electrical walkthrough. And that's where we bring people in to come see the house before all the sheetrock goes up. And the idea is that we can mark out lights and stuff like that. Uh, but it's also a time for the homeowners to actually look at the house and see it before we close it up. Because mm-hmm. sometimes there's a big difference between looking at something on paper and looking at it in person. So we try to do that just to give people a nice image of what they're going to move into. And another thing I think is really important is when you do get in the process of new construction, we always ask, you know, don't go to the home without us accompanying you just for liability reasons. And we don't want anyone to get hurt. But um, don't worry, it's not done yet is all I want to say to people when they bring up things like, oh, I drove by the house and I noticed this. Please don't worry, it's not done yet. (laughs) You know, (laughs) so there are processes uh, to do that. I know um, we only have a couple minutes here. So, Owen, I definitely want to make sure that everybody, um, you can, again, get your name, the company information out there. Um, If people want to get in touch with you, if you want to give out some of that information, but certainly they can get through us as well. Uh, sure. So you can reach out to us at Stonebridge Homes, Inc. We're based in Easton, Massachusetts. Uh, we have subdivisions all over the state, different sized homes uh, all across the board, um, from custom homes to uh, pre-built homes, model homes. So if you are looking for a new construction house, we probably have something that fits what you're looking can for. Can you give some of the towns? Sure, some yeah. Of the yeah. Towns. We have some houses in Lakeville. 
Norfolk. Uh, we have some projects in Bridgewater and West Bridgewater. Obviously, we have Pembroke right now, uh, Weymouth, and Norwell. Um, mm. And nice. more. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, do you guys want to wrap it up? Because I can also just say to all of IWATD listeners and all of you on Facebook, um, if you need any further information about uh, Stonebridge Homes, uh, certainly you can get in touch with us. Mary is our team liaison uh, directly to them. Uh, we service um, all of the areas that they've talked about, but we're happy to introduce you to uh, the other great realtors that they're working with. Um, you want any information on the West? I have to get some West Bridgewater one. I graduated from West Bridgewater High, so um, right. I know that area. So I definitely will have to get some info on that. And I just saw Weymouth two weeks ago. It's beautiful. I love those. Um, but Mary, do you want to give any other information out in Mel? Yeah, of course. Oh, well, that's our, that's, our, that's our exit. But if you need any information about Copperwood or Bristol Estates, um, we're your girls. So just give us a buzz at the office. 781-826-8000. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Owen. Thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you, Owen. We appreciate it. Hi, Owen. Thank you. Go oh, take care of that baby we heard crying in, in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Supposed to be in bed. Tell her. <laughs> WATD FM Marshfield. WBMS Brockton. The South Shore's first choice for live team coverage of breaking news, emergency traffic, and severe weather. WATD. Streaming online at 959WATD.com and with your smart speaker just by saying play WATD. It's time you learned about a smarter approach to investing so you can protect your future. Chris Laton of Cape Retirement Wealth Advisors, with over 